talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination. My world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Susie One on the World Wide Web. And now, here she is, Dr. Susan Block. Brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners, artists, and exhibitionists, voyeurs and connoisseurs, bonobo buffs and snake lovers, Evie's back in town, yeah, yeah. Mm, loonies and super moonies, not the Reverend Sun Young Moon moonies, the <laughs> super moon, we're on the... On the eve, yes, eve of the super moon, the harvest moon, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners. And yes, indeed, we are all children of sex. We may or may not be children of God, Jesus, Allah, Aphrodite. Brahma Ramadana, Buddha, these are all names for what we may or may not be children of. <laughs> but one thing we do know, we are all children of sex. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Can I hear an a-women? A-women. I want to welcome you to... Dr. Susie's Speakeasy Cathedral, the womb room, yes indeed, where it's warm inside, <laughs> and it is inside of the Garden of Bonoboville, yes indeed, that's where we are, and Eve is back, Eve is, yeah, she's 15 years old, and she's taken like a month to shed, and she hasn't even fully shed, so uh, please bear with us. But she w wanted to come out for the show right before the supermoon. She did, because, I don't know, she was like howling at the moon, or a snake's version of howling. 
like kind of slithering all around, wanting to get out of her cage. And she's been very happy in her cage for a while. So it must be time for slithering and howling, right? And gathering around. Yes, indeed. It's the harvest moon. And it's the first moon of the fall. It doesn't feel like fall at all. It feels like summer. <laughs> hot, hot summer here if you're in Los Angeles and you're tuned into us live. But it is the first supermoon after uh, equinox, autumn equinox. So we're falling, falling into the bonobo way. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it's true. Lots of people are going bonobos. People you might not think would go bonobos in your lifetime, in my lifetime. Like the Pope. It's amazing. <laughs> the Pope is saying all these bonobo things, uh, all these peace things, all these, you know, community things. Shaming these Congress people. Shaming. I mean, Beaner quit right after the Pope came to visit. Was that a coincidence or... He, he said that, no, he him. thought it was part of it. He actually, he said, yes. He was shamed. I guess. That's the yeah. kind of shame I like. I don't like sexual shame for the most part. But that kind of shame, you know, that's good. And, and this Pope is very into uh, the earth, really, into respect for nature, which I think is unusual for any organized religion. Usually it's like domination over nature. And of course there is still a lot of domination from the Catholic Church. Well, he is trying to get some more sheep because, you know, the sheep have been disseminated. The yes. So he has a political he agenda. Does. And, he does. You know, yeah. But yeah. He's trying to get back some of the sheep that left. Right. And he <laughs> pointed out that he is also an American. Oh right, the, which was great. That was great and everyone American. <laughs> what? South American, right? It's a whole continent, a continent. we don't usually think about <laughs> when we call ourselves Americans. <laughs> this Pope is, is kind of interesting. He's a Franciscan. Francis, right. you know. So <clears throat> they're still not very sexual. I mean, there's still like all this celibacy and, you know, no birth control and all that. So, you know. We can't exactly sign up for it, but but it is nice. It is nice that there's respect for nature and and that he got the Speaker of the House to to resign. That was really cool. So we're excited about the fall, and we're really excited about our guests tonight. We have with us some very very special humans. Kind of as bonobo as humans can get, I think. Yeah. Very bonobo, which is high compliment from me. And from anyone, actually, who knows what bonobos are. And uh, they are peace ambassadors. Sabine Lick... Let me pronounce this right. <laughs> Lichtenfell. Lichtenfell. Yes, yes. Peace ambassador, author, theologian head of the Global Love School and spiritual research in Tamara, the community that you might have heard about. It's a 
an almost legendary community, but it really is real. It really does exist in Portugal. Started in Germany. We're going to hear more about that. And Terra Nova from Sabine Lichtenfeld and (laughs) (laughs) uh, Benjamin von Mendelssohn. I know how to pronounce that because that's a famous name. (laughs) So welcome to Bonoboville. Yeah, absolutely. And um, can you please ascend to our stage here, the, the broadcast bed? This is, this is the area. And I guess, yeah, they can take their microphones. And yeah, absolutely. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, you're sitting good. Very good. Perfect. Perfect. Welcome. Okay, talk into the microphone right there. Turn the microphones on. No. Unmute the microphones. Unmute the. Okay. You. You don't. You should be good. No. No. Say hello. Hello. There. I hear you. Okay. That, by the way, was Dayton Rains. Just in case you were wondering. And this is Sabine. Welcome to Bedomboville. Thank you for welcoming us here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here, and I want to give a shout out to. Dr. Serena Gaia Anderlini D'Onofrio, who arranged this program, and uh, she's the co-editor, along with Lindsay Hageman, who we'll be talking to later, of Ecosexuality, When Nature Inspires the Arts of Love. And you have a beautiful essay in there, yeah, about Lilith. Yeah, yeah speaking of Eve and Bible stories, very interesting. Uh, and you have an interesting, just, there's so much interesting about you, I don't know where to start. But I want to welcome Benjamin as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Thank you. Okay, and Thank talk you. to the mic, there you go. And Benjamin, you are also a leader of Tamara mm-hmm. and Terra Nova. Mm-hmm. And why don't both of you explain what Tamara and Terra Nova are? Okay. So, first of all, I'm really impressed about your way of how you deal with the snake in this century. Because I think killing the snake is something of the history of our humanity. And bringing the life of a snake back in a kind of cooperation is part of the work of Tamara. Thank you. And Tamara is a peace research village. We call it Healing Biotope. Mm-hmm. And the core of it is that we, I think we lost the wisdom of tribal knowledge. And you mentioned that America and South America is one, yeah? Yeah. And I think coming back to the wisdom of community, this is the core of Tamara. And to come back to the wisdom of community, you also have to come back in a certain way of being aware of the holy source of sexuality. The holy source. Yes. And Tamara, on its whole, tries to create a model where we can show that peace is possible on this planet. That's very holy. Yeah. Yeah, And that you can show there is cooperation between all beings. And Mm. so we designed a water retention landscape and just now we are coming from a pilgrimage, walking water in the desert of Owens Valley. 
and looking from where is the water of Los L.A. coming? Uh-oh, we're in trouble. Uh -oh. <laughs> yes, and they're seeing that the water in community is so much connected. And Tamara mm. is like a little island. It's like a, like a acupuncture point mm -hmm. where you can see if you connect with the water and if you connect with the wisdom of community, suddenly the whole area changes. So this, in short words, maybe you have to add something. 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 Yeah. Tamara. Um, I came to Tamara 19 years ago and I was attracted really that they wanted to create not just a community somewhere out of society, but really a new cultural model. Mm -hmm. And what really fascinated me was the complexity of it. That there was ecological work just as well as erotic work and really on the same level. And in a way, all the kind of areas we deal with in our life as a normal human being were researched and really looked at mm -hmm. deeply and in truth. And that's what we are still about. Tamara has been an exploration of ecosexuality before there was the term ecosexuality. And it is in part the brainchild of Dr. Dieter Dumm, who is, is he there now? Is he in Germany? No. Or no. He is now in Portugal in Tamara, yeah. Oh, he's in Portugal yeah. in Tamara. Yes. Okay. And he just wrote this book. He wrote this book, Terra Nova. Right. Yes. And he also has a chapter, an essay in ecosexuality about sex peace and green peace mm -hmm. coming together. And that is, to a great degree, the essence of Tamara bringing sex, love, and peace together, which is the bonobo way, folks. You know, it's, it's like this is, uh, there's, a, there's a movement here going on. And you're at the forefront of this movement. You've been doing this since, would you say, 1978? 78, when you got involved with Dieter? Or yes. yes. Dieter was very known in Germany as uh, in the students' movement. He was one of the left-wing people. Oh, yes, like uh, Max, yeah. a revolutionary. <laughs> revolutionary, <laughs> fighting the system. Yeah. And fighting the... Um, he was very touched by the war in Vietnam, mm. and this made him writing books, and he made the very known book Fear in Capitalism. Mm -hmm. And then he noticed, wow, the same corruption is going on in the left-wing movement. They are fighting against the system, but inside, the whole trouble, the whole competition, all the struggle. Yeah. And this brought And the male dominance. Yeah, male dominance, of course. Yeah. And this brought him to say, I have to step out of the system and uh -huh. I have to build something <coughs> like a university where uh -huh. we do research on all levels. Okay. And I was 12 years younger than him. And I, when I was 16, I had the dream... I said, I want to build a village. I want ah. to show that another kind of living together is possible and that it must be possible that you love more than one person, also on a sexual level. Yeah. Because you felt this when you were a teenager, Yes. this feeling yes. of wanting to love more than one yes, person. Yes, I felt the betrayment everywhere. I felt, wow, the husbands, they are, have their wives uh -huh. and then they go to the brothel. And they don't speak up to their wives. Yeah? And I thought, no, this cannot be. Mm. 
and I don't go into personal experiences, but this made me to look up on the, uh, to look for new ways. Mm -hmm. And I met Dieter Doom in yes. 1978. Where did you meet him? How? <laughs> I had a friend. Yeah. And he was, I was in relationship to him and telling him, look, other ways must be possible. Okay. And we together started the vision of a village. And he met Dieter Doom. He was a physicist. Uh -huh. Physicist, yeah. Yeah. And they, he brought him to my house. This was 1978. And we shake hand and he told me about his dream. And I noticed to realize my dream, I must become much more radical. Mm -hmm. And so we three were the ones who started the whole thing. So did you fall in love? Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I fall in love in a new way. In different levels, yeah. Yeah, explain. because I, I were divorced already. Mm. Because I noticed marriage. You were divorced? Yeah. And how old were you? 22. Wow, okay. My, my beloved we partner, we were... <laughs> I told him of the village and he loved the oh, idea of the like village. He didn't the village. Oh, but he was so him. jealous. Yeah. So oh. deeply jealous. And there I could feel the first time jealousy destroys <gasps> love. Mm. And but when you I weren't jealous of him? No. no. And he said that I'm not jealous is a sign that I don't love him. And mm. this made me think, wow, what, what is about jealousy? If you look to television, you see Liz Taylor, how she says, if he goes to another woman, I will kill him. And this is the condition of love? No, mm. cannot be. It's the condition of possessiveness. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And so I, when I met Dieter, I knew I don't want to marry, I don't want to partner in this old way. Yeah. And I loved him. Yeah. And I met him. And we came together and we walked in the supermarket and he said, look, if I see this woman, for example, if I see this, what is triggered in him? And I, the first time, heard really the story of a man because mm. I was not in partnership. Right, your other and guy so didn't I said, tell you. Maybe mm -hmm. I can support you, that you can meet mm -hmm. her. And so this was the way how we met. And so this brought us to a very deep level of partnership. This mm -hmm. came later, three years later. Or something like this. And did you feel that feeling that polyamorous call compersion? Do you know what that is? Compersion? No. It's, uh, it's a word that is the opposite of jealousy, where you take pleasure in your partner's pleasure. Of course. I think for me this was the main discovery to see that we need fully new social structures Mm -hmm. that jealousy can be healed. Because in our society, jealousy is natural. But if you have a surrounding where you are embedded, where you have trust, and so, for example, me, I'm a mother of a young daughter. She's now 31. And there's another woman. She is the mother of a daughter, and they are half-sisters. Uh -huh. So we shared the beloved partner. Sure. And this was possible to do it because we were a community. What religion did you grow up with? Religion? Did you grow up with a religion? Did you grow mm, up believing in anything? Many any people think I w grew up with religion, but my father was conductor, my mother was a dancer, 
And I fall in love to my religious teacher. This brought me to study Wait theology. Wait a second. There's some <laughs> note here. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there, oh, oh, she was concerned with questions of love and was connected to Jesus as a revolutionary role model. Yes. I guess that doesn't mean you grew up with religion, but you like Jesus <laughs> yes, as a it. revolutionary that's role it, model. Yes. And this was because of my religious teacher. Oh. And I felt, wow, Jesus must have been really an impressive uh -huh. person. And when I was a child and I visited church, I always asked myself, if Jesus would enter here, would they recognize him? Oh. And I thought, no. They would send him out like they did then. And so my research of community was very much about the question, how is a real love yourself like your neighbor possible mm. and then i saw it will be only possible if you include the sexual question and well, in the bible there are question. not so many words about it well there's a, there, there's a few words but mostly Some, they're they're yeah. pretty repressive yeah. yeah not as repressive as the interpretations of them but yeah. uh you know like like the whole idea that uh uh What's his name? Uh, Onan was struck dead. He wasn't even really masturbating, but he was struck dead for spilling his seed on the ground. So, uh, yeah, we have some, uh, some sex-negative messages in many of our good books. And coming up with spiritual, sexual, uh, new messages and memes and... And missions is, is incredibly important yeah. to, uh, to the future of, uh, of mammals, I guess. I mean, the Earth will survive, but, you know, we might not, and, and a lot of species <laughs> close to us. That's the right. question. That, that is the question. And can we kind of displace some of this destructive energy into, uh, into creative sexual erotic energy? Yeah, maybe we can I mean, that's, uh, that's, I think we can. I mean, we probably won't, but we can and we should and maybe we will. And, you know, you're such a great example of this. Uh, and I, I got to ask, though, I mean, the people that come to Tamara, are they all like cool, groovy people like you? Or do you ever get someone who's like a gun nut and turn them into a peace nut? <laughs> Sorry, gun nut? Well, someone who's, like, violent and, and, like, really has problems with... Crazy people. Crazy people, you know? Do you ever, have you ever tried uh, working with someone like that? Of course. Yeah? <laughs> we, we are mainly working with crazy people. <laughs> well, crazy, okay. We're all kind of crazy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But if you look to this planet, and I'm mainly... I personally go a lot to crisis areas... And yeah. I'm working in areas where a lot of violence happens. Yeah. And to see how much all this violence is created by fear, and from fear comes uh, violence, aggression. Mm -hmm. And this is always, I think, love and sexuality is a political issue. And this people often forget. They think it's a personal question if they are divorced or failing in their love relationship. Yeah, And this is the core where I, I feel community is like the gold, what we have to regain. Yes. And if there is community with transparency and truth, criminality will disappear. See, and the funny thing is the community already exists anyway. I mean, we are in this community because yeah. humans are like that. 
it's just that we are our, our, our kind of education uh, and our civilization uh, puts us against each other as individuals, pits us against each other yeah, in competition a, for wealth and for sex partners, really. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, so we're still in a community. It's just a community that's got a lot of yeah. fighting going on. Of so, so we can't get away from community. It's, it's like we're it's built true. into it's us a like, basic, yeah. like bonobos and chimps and ants, right? <laughs> We've got Lindsay Hageman on the line. Hello, Lindsay. Lindsay is, of course, the co-editor of Ecosexuality, When Nature Inspires the Arts of Love. And it's a beautiful book that is also co-edited with our friend uh, Serena Anderlini. And uh, I know that... Um, that uh, Lindsay was very inspired by uh, Dr. Dieter Dumm's The Sacred Matrix, mm. From the Matrix of Violence to the Matrix of Life, when she first moved to Windward, uh, which is a community. So, Lindsay, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, welcome to our little gathering here, pre-supermoon. Yes, thank you. How you doing? I'm really lovely. The moon is rising here and above the, of the pine trees. Yes, we see it too, right above Bonoboville. It's really <laughs> impressive. I mean, it is so big. I think I have yeah. to say a little bit about why it's so big. Maybe you know more about this, Lindsay, but it's, it's not only a full moon or almost full tonight, but it's also at perigee, which means it's the closest to Earth that the moon is all month. So you got the fullness and the closeness, and it's, whoa, like uh, a big globe in the sky. So how does the moon make you feel, Lindsay? Mm, uh, it makes me want to run around outside and, and sing to the moon. <laughs> yes. Well, I think my snake feels the same way, but she can't <laughs> sing. So tell us about how Tamara inspired you. Yeah, well, Tamara, for me, is such an affirmation and inspiration about bringing the, together the ecological consciousness and the erotic consciousness in the context of community, and that intertwining those three aspects of ecology, erotic intelligence, and community, it, it's, for me, has been such a powerful um, wellspring for me. So thank you, Sabine, <laughs> for, um, for all the work that you've been doing because it's really been a source of inspiration for me. Mm. Well, so you've got a community up there, don't you, Lindsay? Are you part of a community? Yes, I am. I like to think about it as a Bonoboville, too. Yes, it is a <laughs> Bonoboville. We, we kind of call all communities that kind of combine uh, this eroticism with... Uh, a kind of ethics, respect for the earth and the community, a Bonoboville. That's a community that is, you know, kind of veering more to the Bonobo side of our human nature than to mm -hmm. our common chimp side. So tell us about your community. Yes, uh, well, the community is called Windward, and similar to Tamara, we have a focus on developing. Um, ecological awareness, and we have gardens and uh, orchards, and we tend to the trees, 
and we too live in a in a very dry area, so we focus a lot on uh, retaining water within the landscape and practicing permaculture. We're also a polyamorous community, so there's a lot of a sharing of love as a resource within the community and developing um, erotic intelligence and awareness about how to use relationships to to strengthen community and to really strengthen our capacity to attend to the land. So that's a little bit about what we're, we're up to. Well, very, very nice. There's so many Bonobovilles popping up. But Tamara is, is really a pioneer in this, in this area. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you have any questions for Sabine? She's going to be coming up to see you soon, right? Actually, one of her um, co-workers or communitarians, Zara Silverman and, and Martin Winiecki are coming up. So we're looking forward to seeing them. So you've got um, a whole community that's traveling now. This, this water project, water walking. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. so you're going to have other people from Tamara come up there. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a question for me, for Sabine, is um, what has kept you continuing to, to do this work? What keeps you going? Yeah. What keeps you happy? What gives you pleasure? For you personally, how do you keep the Sabine body, mind, and soul going for the sake of the community as well as for your own sake? On one side, I would say the love to the planet. And uh, I would also say the memory of a healed picture of community. It's like uh, a tree has to know from where he's coming, he or she. And this is the seed. And if we connect to the seed and if we know, wow, our whole body system is community, then you connect to the divine powers. And for me, Eros is the core of the divine power. Mm. And this keeps me going. I also have to say I face a lot of pain because you open your heart for all life. yeah. Mm. And then seeing what is going on on this planet right now and to see how humanity still is asleep how humanity still is so much in this kind of ego system, which on a personal level creates a lot of pain and on a society level creates a lot of pain. And I think we are in the last call, in an emergency call. Mm. And I always have to nourish the belief or the system which brings me the healed energy. And this is nature, this is water, this is cooperation with nature. And then to have a lot of friends, to have community, this is a big gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, um, so that, that's amazing that you just get so much joy from giving joy to others. Yeah, in a way, yes. But and it's very bonobo. And really, it, it just does underline that you don't necessarily have to teach people how to share because sharing is natural. Sharing feels good. Maybe, yeah. The, the core of teaching is how do we come back to this feeling we are loved. Exactly, because we, we already are, are taught not to share. That, that's yeah. the problem is yes. our education system, our whole civilization has kind of untaught us the sharing that is probably very natural, just yeah. like it is to bonobos. Bonobos love to share. Yeah. They'd rather share than, than have it to themselves. Yeah. And they especially love sharing with strangers. It's amazing. Of course. Yeah. So, Lindsay, it's uh, so nice to have you join us. And thank you for uh, including, of course, Sabine's wonderful essay on, uh, on Lilith and your experience at Malta. 
which is an interesting peace island, of course. Maybe to mention that there is a whole book uh, about it. Yes. It's called Temple of Love. Ah, and okay. this for me is the source when you ask myself mm -hmm. from where do you take the courage and the strength. It was the rediscovery of a memory of a healed society where Eros was. And you had a vision. You, you, you yeah. had, have a, a vi I guess you have a lot of visions, so I've heard. <laughs> You're kind of a visionary. Yeah, but I mean, yes. not just in the sense of philosophical visions, but real, like, people from archetypes coming to visit you in your dreams, mm -hmm. like Lilith. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, so it's very vivid, and it's, it's right there in ecosexuality. So, uh, and Lindsay, it's, it's just such a pleasure. You have to come down here and visit our Bonoboville, and one day we'll visit yes. yours. I would love to do that. I've been inspired by Sabine and her essay to include a section of our forest called Lilith Forest. So we have a whole 20 acres of land that we call Lilith Forest that ecosexuals romp around in. They're in the ecosex convergence. It's beautiful. Wow. That is just delicious. That just uh, Oh, do I need to come oh, up yeah, there, Dr. Oh, yeah, you need to give Susie? me something. Yes. It's CDHBO. Oh, the HBO. Okay. Look in there. Ah, oh, I got it. Okay, got <laughs> it. All right. There you go. Anyway, Lindsay, love yeah. you. Namaste. Thank you. Mm. So uh, we haven't heard that much about you <laughs> and your famous family. And I mean, are they okay with you being part of the sex commune? I mean, a peace uh, group. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I do not lead my life so much according to their ideas. That's true. Uh. And. I imagine they are as dread, dreaded, I mean, they dread it and they love it. Oh. You know, this kind of secret pride where, which parents or families have when the black sheep of the family fulfills all the fantasies they never really right. dare to put out, I think. <laughs> I think so. I, I think so because I, I had a, a Mendelssohn, a Von Mendelssohn, uh, friend me on Facebook. So, oh, who know, was that? I don't, it, a pretty girl. A, some oh, they must lady. have been my daughter. <laughs> I don't know. I, but I, I, I was delighted. And I've, of course, been promoting our show. And I've be, been very excited about this show for a number of reasons. And uh, we're kind of crawling into our halfway point right now. But uh, this is a, like a special moment where I would like to present you with a little something. Um, it's a gift. Uh, it's, it's part of this project that we've got going right now. Uh, I wrote this book called The Bonobo Way, and uh, it has a few fans. And one of the fans is, um, is kind of a, of a philanthropist. Um, yeah, and he uh, is, is very interested in the empowerment of women. He's a guy. He likes women. You know, he, I mean, he's like a bonobo guy. You know, the bonobos know that <laughs> if the females are I'm, I'm, more or less empowered and happy, that they'll have a good life, yeah. too. And so that's his feeling. And so he, he kind of made an, a, a little endowment for the bonobo way and, uh, and for me to give to women. I'm sorry, I, I can't give it to men. Can't, nobody with penis. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 I know it's kind of... <laughs> It's kind of unfair, but on the other hand, you know, our civilization's been really unfair for like thousands of years, yeah. so maybe this is like an affirmative action program. Yeah, a little bit. Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's a little program, and it's, you know, not oh. biodegradable, but, um, <laughs> yeah. 
You can open it if you want. You mean no? I, yeah, you could. Can you could. It's. It's. It, he wants me to do this. He wants you to first talk about your passion, but you already have. Okay. So this is just. Uh, his appreciation for your passion. That's it. So you're like a stripper. You can put it in your bra if you like. <laughs> Thank you. Let's hear it. For Sabine. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, the Bonobo Way Female Empowerment Outreach Program. And we just do this. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's this, this gentleman does not want to be named quite yet. But yeah, he, he will be. And you can spend it on whatever you want. You know, you can spend it on the community or on, you know, nail polish or whatever you want. <laughs> Thank you very much to this unknown gentleman. Yeah. And I'm always, I take what I need and the rest I share with everybody. All my gifts. Well, that's up to you. That yeah. You can you do lot. whatever you want with it. You can take everybody out for, you know, carrot burgers or Good something. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Speaking of which, we want to hear more about, well, your passion, right? What you do. And animals, I mean, there's so much I want to hear. But I want to hear about the sex, too. <laughs> like, I mean, okay, let's, let's just talk about sex for a moment. Because one thing that I really, really appreciated is you pointing out that our civilization, in almost every culture, has turned sexuality into something that's very private mm -hmm. and 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 such a source of of pain for that privacy and i'm very well aware of this because i'm a sex therapist mm. and actually you know it probably keeps me in business mm. because people you know have so many secrets mm. that they can't share yeah. because of this privacy this this super duper uh just prison of privacy um and uh and you know, there's a writer named Barbara Ehrenreich. You know who she is? Anyway, she wrote a book called Dancing in the Streets. Mm -hmm. And it's about uh, collective joy. Mm. And I just take it a step farther and say, you know, we need more communal ecstasy. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean the drug. Mm. I mean the feeling of sharing eroticism in a community. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be an orgy, although that's not bad. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it is a feeling of sharing, you know. I mean, people, people do that sort of thing a little bit in, you know, music, uh, concerts maybe. Uh, they do it a little bit at sporting events, I guess. But, uh, but I imagine that you have some amazing events at Tamara hmm. that, uh, that convey this communal ecstasy. Hmm. Yeah, maybe you say some words about it that not always me I'm talking. And okay. Then I... I you share, share the talk. Go, yeah. go for it, and I will. Okay, so come in. for me, you are touching the core because I think in our society we said before there is nothing offered. There are sw singing, swinging pairs or things like this, and also tantra. But yeah. my feeling is that the real eros, which wants to be shared, needs to have wisdom about what means faithfulness on one side and on the other side what means adventure adventure and yeah right. and this is not Lust a contradiction and trust. yeah because very often in civilization uh trust kills lust because we're taught that once you can trust someone well you can't really fully trust them i don't know somehow no, no, no. trust kills lust in our society and i think that you guys have 
uh, a kind of recipe or uh, a way to mix trust and lust in a way that we really need to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. That would be a moment to come in because I don't agree to uh, trust kills lust. That's well, in our society. Yeah, but this is maybe an important point because... That's why those husbands go to see the hookers. Yeah, but that's not trust. That habitual... Um, Oh, I don't know okay. the English word. You're yeah. used to each other and you think you know each other. That's something very different than trust, mm. I feel. For me, trust has never killed my lust at all. No, it's really it's more the source of it. Mm. The more I trust, the more who I am erotically can unfold. And this has no limit, at least not mm. so far. That's why I say it, because trust is so much of our central value of our culture yeah. that I, I cannot... Leave it. That well, trust I, I, lust. I am very impressed that you do mix it up and you keep it going. And I do think it can be kept going and, mm. and mixed up. I just think that it... it and, and yeah, maybe the kind of thing that we call trust where you're married and you know each other and, you know, you have pretty good sex and it's... <laughs> uh, and, and, you you know, you, you can rely on each other to take care of the kids and, you know... You, you're not going to kind of really betray each other. It's a kind of trust. Okay. And very often that kind, it just seems to dull people's of lust. Of course, yeah. And, and the insistence on the monotony of monogamy <coughs> that goes along with that kind of trust is often a lust killer as well. Uh, so I don't think it has to, and I think it's beautiful when it doesn't. And, of course, among bonobos it doesn't. Well, you know? I, I don't think it does among communities because... Yeah. You've got all these hot all these people people <laughs> running around, <laughs> you know, inspiring you and stimulating. It's hard you. to kill lust. <laughs> Maybe yeah. for me, I have to say, really, this is for me the core of building community. Yeah. For example, I live now together with my partner Dieter Doom, the co-founder. Since well, we came in partnership three years after knowing each other better, and we know each other all, already on a sexual level, and then. To notice that if you come to a real trust uh, basic, he will share with you what he feels towards other women. And the women will share what she feels towards other men. Mm. So you can come home and say, look, I met a man. It made me crazy. Yeah. And can you please support me? We had a night together. This was so deep. And, and see, that's the combining of trust and lust. And, and it's like yeah. alchemy. And, and after a magic. while, you notice that this makes the eros grow in a relationship. Mm. You have to cross the borders of fear of loss. And our community, I mean in society, is full of educated by fear of loss. And if you build community, a, another kind of trust appears. Yeah. And then you really know that adventure and faithfulness is connected to each other. On a deep level, you will discover to whom I will stay faithful. You will discover it's meant by the divine powers mm. that we are together and we share a common task and it doesn't bring this kind of separation. It brings the opposite. So I can say our erotic relationship grew and grew and grew the deeper we came on the trusting level together. Beautiful. Would you like to touch my snake? Yes, of course I would like. Yes, she does I have a deep respect like I friends, must but tell. she also likes strangers and she makes okay, friends very quickly. Great. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, she definitely is going for right between the legs here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there she goes. Wow. She's just exploring you. Wow, hello. Exploring your She's terrain. She's beautiful. She's really beautiful. <clears throat> I'm just kind of holding on to her. She's, so she a, she's fall an down. Akita corn snake. Yes. And if she was in the wild, her job is to make no, sure that the mice don't eat all the corn. <laughs> yeah, she is a <laughs> That's what she does. <laughs> wow. 15 years you are with her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, no, actually, she's 15 years old, but I got her. Okay, okay. Here we go. <laughs> uh, I got her when she was uh, two years old, so wow. I've been with her for 13 years. Hey. Here, here. I'm going to make her into a little jewelry. <laughs> I have really respect because not knowing her. She's an ambassador. Not asking her, but I trust to you that it's really the yeah. right. Yeah, wow. she's an ambassador uh, from the reptile world. Humans. Hey, hello. Look at her. Oh, wow. look at her. She loves you. Yeah. We have a lot she of snakes in our lakes. <laughs> oh, snakes in the lakes. Huh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and turtles. And turtles. Some say that Lilith uh, was really the snake. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's different interpretations, but certainly Lilith, Eve, and the snake. And her name is Eve. Eve. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we bring back the wisdom of Eve. Yes, yes. She's and definitely the symbol of the <coughs> goddess. The snake is the symbol of the goddess. Yeah, of course. Even though snakes S- also Susie. are very phallic. Susie, yes. the snake is... As Evie is getting all... Oh, maybe she's yeah. going to get tangled in your she's hair. In my hair, please. She loves that. There we go. Whoa, okay. Yeah, she's doing your little hairstyle there. <laughs> okay, there we go. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hey, Eve. Yeah. Thank you for visiting me. <laughs> she did enjoy that. She really that. liked you. Yeah, you have it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. I mean, you guys, you have extraordinary communions with horses and pigs that are really different than most people's experiences with horses and pigs. Yeah, I think so. We have a lot of also wild boars. Mm. And we try to cooperate with every being. So wild boars. Those are like the pigs. or Yeah, this yeah are the those wild are like the pigs, wild yeah. boars. Yeah. Yeah. And we try to integrate them. And we try to communicate with them in a way that we say, look, this is our gardening. Respect uh-huh. this. And here's play, here are places where you are welcome. Uh-huh. So community does not mean only community between human beings. It means community with... All beings. And how do you regard them? I mean, they're not exactly farm animals or pets. What I mean, they're fellow creatures, I guess. Or do you have another name for them? <laughs> I mean, fellow creatures. Susie, you want to put the uh, yeah, yeah away? Yeah. She's getting okay. She's all excited. She's been in her cage <laughs> shedding. Yes, I know. She all loves these people being amongst here. The people, all the humans. I think she loves it. Right? That's my interpretation. Yeah. You seem happy. There you go. We'll we'll bring her out later. Hey. Okay. Ha. <laughs> I'm on my own. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to have to take a break pretty soon. But uh, okay. are we going to are are we uh, How much time do we have left? Anybody can tell us? Huh? Mm. Now speaking of um of nature and sex. I mean <laughs> This oh. Look at this. All right. Uh, tapes are flashing, Susan. So Nature's own dildo. 
Excuse me, although this is way too big, right? We're almost out of tape, <laughs> Dr. Susan. We are almost out of tape, so we're going to have to take a break. But we're going to be right back with more of the Dr. Susan Block Show with Tamara and Terra Nova, Sabine and Benjamin. So don't come yet and don't go away. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Block, and I've just written a new book called The Bonobo Way, inspired by my love for the make-love-not-war great apes. You know, the ones who have a lot of sex in a bonobo sutra of positions, including face-to-face. But it's not just how bonobos have sex. It's how they use sex to prevent murder and war, really. They're the only great apes that have never been seen killing each other. They practice what I call peace through pleasure, with the females gently dominating the very happy, very sexually satisfied males. Bonobos are special, partly because they just are, and partly because they're very, very close to us, almost 99% genetically similar to us. When it comes to being human, even being humane, bonobos can teach us so much Which brings me to us, and more specifically, to you. Is your inner bonobo longing to swing free? Would you like to tap into the hot, natural sex energy within you? Bet you would. So you can better enjoy the pleasures in life and cope with the pain. You know, the pain. And have more orgasmic, organic, sustainable sex. Who doesn't want that? Greater lust greater trust, and better anger management. And who couldn't use a little bit of that these days? So get the book, Learn the Bonobo Way. You'll be glad you did. Then you'll want to join Bonoboville, a new global village for bonobo lovers and friends. And one last thing. The real bonobos are highly endangered, so a portion of all book sales go to bonobo conservation groups working to save the wild bonobos from extinction. Read The Bonobo Way and learn why this could be the most important eco-sexual movement of our times. And improve your love life. been on a Sibian before? No, I've never been on one before. Okay. Now you are ready to ascend the throne. Mr. Tracy, you are going to ride God's machine. Put one leg right here. Put the other right here and just position yourself comfortably. Put your clit right here. Okay, so here she goes. Uh She's mounting the Sibian. Have you ever ridden a Sibian, by the way? Oh, I have. Many a time. My favorite horse to ride. Have Sibian yoga and experience it to the fullest. Uh, (laughs) Go for the G spot, go for the clit, go for whatever works. Some women come from their nipples. We've got Virginia. 
on drsusie.tv from the womb room in Bonoboville. Ride em, cowboy. Watching a pretty girl on the Sibian celebrating masturbation month. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Ding dong dong. Princess en français. Oui. Oui. Princess Dr. Susan Block, you're a wonderful human being. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful human being, Dr. Susan Block. I think we have orgasm, Houston, Whee! and let's have, have a hand. We have liftoff. We have we liftoff. Elle va your report. My vagina is so tingly right now. It feels like pop rocks. I'm just going to take this home. Gonna take it. <laughs> that thing is bigger than your little body. That is the best product endorsement I've ever seen. I just, uh, can I leave now? Like, I'm ready. I'm... Come on. I don't think I could take those words. Where's the husband? You got the simian. You don't need the husband. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh. Don't let her fall uh, over. Turn it down. Whoa. Hey, darling girl. I love you. I love you. That's my girl. You're listening to Radio City One on the World Wide Web. And now, here she is. Love you, love you, love you. I'm a bonobo and I'm here to show you the bonobo way. And uh, we're very grateful to have very bonobo-esque peace ambassadors here with us. Sabine and uh, Benjamin. Sabine Lichtenfell and... Benjamin von Mendelssohn of Tamara Community Biotope in Portugal, 
and uh, Sovo, which is a global movement uh, towards peace and love, fashioned things, free love in a way, yeah. kind of the old-fashioned term, yeah. free love. Yeah. So we've got a, a kind of a Bonoboville gathering here, uh, including our special guest, Mike. Mm, how do you pronounce your last name? Wisnu. 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 Welcome. Thank you. And Helene is here. Hi. Helene, of course, is our fabulous artist, and it's Happy her birthday. birthday. Yeah. Very, very auspicious birthday, right? Right before the super moon, harvest moon. And there's Joseph. And uh, hey, hey, Mr. Bitcoin. What do you think about bitcoins? <laughs> Maybe you know about bitcoins? Well, yeah. yeah. What do I think about them? I don't think they are a paradigm shift yet mm. in economy, but they are an attempt. attempt. I think the real paradigm shift lies somewhere else than mm. in a new currency. In free love. All right. <laughs> so, and Biz is here, and of course, the lovely Dayton Reigns is now playing with my snake, and take that any way you want. Um, but yeah, my snake is all wrapped around her, and she likes you. So okay, so uh, so we're we're having a little bit of question time here on the Dr. Susan Block Show. So yeah, questions. So Mike. Benjamin, uh, your family has a history in finance. Almost a gen- you almost have a genetic history in the finance industry. Yep. Uh, also music. Though. And music. Felix, and uh, and then there was the <coughs> philosopher um, Moses. Moses. Moses, yeah. Excellent. But the bankers, yeah, they really cleaned up. So, given the inherent global structure uh, that we all rely on, from fiat money to fractional reserve lending, etc., uh, to to have our lifestyle, um, how can possibly uh, in countries like our own, the United States? Um, and a, a community like yours possibly function in your in your vision? Well, it's a good question, and there's a whole political side of it. And of course, um, the if Buckminster Fuller says, if you want to overcome a system, create a new one. And decentralized, self-sufficient, autonomous models <coughs> are the alternative to centralized capitalism. So they are not very well liked by our system. And in a way, I would like to build a little bridge to errors in that because I feel our financial system with its monopoly, capitalism, you know, monotheism, monogamy, there's all monoculture, there's all a certain male singularity in it, masculine male singularity in it. Mm. And I feel that in our culture... Uh, money and sexuality or repressed sexuality are so deeply linked with each yeah. other and it's a masculine economy. I mean, it doesn't have to do with um, rep- reciprocity or with sharing the gift. It has pretty much to do with holding on to power. And I see that we live in a change of times from a deeply patriarchal time to a time of uh, uh, era of partnership. And finances will change in that because right now they are compensation for the lives that we don't live. And especially for men, they are compensation for the power that we feel we lack in front of feminine sexuality. Mm -hmm. 
And so I think they will change greatly if we come up with a culture of love and sexuality free of fear. I think that is the biggest shift in economy, actually, because then we come into real sharing, into real gifting. Good, but that was not exactly the question. I know that, but um, I wanted it to that's make a the good link. Start. It's, so a, it's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of tough to implement, but it if you have the intention, I I guess the implementation will kind of connect. And I just feel that the more we study bonobos who do that in their culture, the more we can learn how we can do it. I mean, all kinds of animals do it actually, although. Bonobos are so close to us, and they empower the females, unlike any great apes. All the other great apes, the males are in charge, including still humans. I mean, look at Donald Trump. Uh, but also look at Bernie. Oh, maybe Bernie will win. We like Bernie. Uh, but anyway, uh, bonobos are, are uh, I think, a new paradigm. They're a new primate pr paradigm for humanity because we have looked at the killer ape and said, this is us, for decades. And the anthropologists said that to me when I was a student. They said, you know, this is why we're so violent, because look at the chimpanzees and look at the baboons. And they didn't say, look at the bonobos. But now, we have to say that. They have to say that. They have to see that. And that does provide a lot of people with hope, just like you do. Yeah. So, yeah, the banking, boy, that's a complicated uh, one. Hey, Maybe it's also important to add that Benjamin takes his history and he is a director of the Grace Foundation. And this is about humanization of money. So it's about mm. finding back to the source where the economy system is about giving and receiving in a very simple way. And this is not you give me this and I give exactly back it's more of looking to nature and nature gives us examples how economi economic systems could work, that there is abundance and you give what is needed. Mm. Yeah. What is that? Chelsea is on the line. Hello, Chelsea. There. Hi, Dr. Susie. Hey, welcome, Bonobo thank in the field. <laughs> thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I guess we're hearing from Oregon tonight. I just want to say hello to every Terra Nova group and Sabine and Benjamin right now. And I just think the question is, is very, the topic earlier was quite profound about the uh, trust mm -hmm. and how Dr. Susie is pointing out in our society that and maybe that's why that experiment works, that the trust kills lust type of slogan, but yet Sabine and they're finding that more in a communal, loving, bonobo-esque type of environment, that trust does not kill us at all, because like Sabine said, you know, you can tell me that you're tra attracted to someone else. This is not a lie, you know, or something like that. And um, so I, I just can't wait to read your book. Um, I was just noticing your, your quote about there's no deeper vision than the vision of a world in which trust reigns between all beings, that Dieter's quote. Mm -hmm. um, well, so they are certainly the, uh, the, certainly the leaders in, in the trust movement. 
for sure. Right. And they, and they know how to mix it with lust. And I tell you, it's like alchemy because most of us don't know how to do that. It's, it's not we're easy. Learning. It, 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 we're learning, exactly. And it does help to be in a community because, you know, you, you get a lot of sort of input from people. When you're in these isolated little units of nuclear families and couples that are separated in their apartments, it's, it's very hard mm. to mix trust and lust. Well, nuclear trust turns, you know, into this kind of stew of, of boredom and, and monotony. And, uh, and lust becomes something dangerous and, like, really dangerous, not just an adventure but a risk. You know, so uh, in in a community like Tamara, it is you know a, a true bonoboville, and they are mixing trust and lust, and it is a beautiful alchemical experiment that, thank Goddess, works. Well, Del, Del Rey was mentioning how amazing you are, Sabine, and that he was really does want to like see your place in Portugal, and he was just telling me how I would totally love it and resonate. Do you have a question? I I just wanted to say hi. Okay, no question. That's cool. We love you, Chelsea. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Ciao, ciao. We'll see you soon. Namaste. All right. And I know that Joseph has a question. I have a question. Um, Something I saw on the website when I was looking at at, uh, some of your materials is that you had some knowledge about the morphogenic field and how that works in biology, humanity, relationships, and the rest. Something I used to hear a lot from Terrence McKenna, um, who, you know, I, I, I knew him a, a little bit, uh, and I wanted to hear your understanding of it from a scientific perspective and from how you've seen it make changes in what you've experienced there. That's me. Morphogenetic fields were the questions, right? Yeah. In a way... I see the the theory originated with Rupert Sheldrake, right, in biology. And right now we live in a society where, for example, the issue of trust is always a private or therapeutic or individual issue. But actually what we are governed by much more than we are aware of are cultural fields, evolutionary fields. And today you can bring up your child in the perfect little family, non-violent, whatever you want to name it, situation, and still a child Mm. will be part of a field of violence which is global and which is Mm. our cultural field. And so even you try to do everything right in a nuclear family, and you probably make mistakes because it's pretty hard to do everything right in that setting, but even if you try, there's a field underlaying, and we want to create a culture where this basic field of violence, fear and separation is substituted by a field of trust and ultimately well, peace. You've you got to deal with the school systems of the world. Oh, yeah. And school systems of the world are, are just indoctrination systems into the competition and, and the violence. Absolutely. It's tough. I mean, some schools are, are you know, kind of have the Montessori method, but, I mean, still, schools are about, you know, beating out the other students to get accolades and and honors and get into other schools mm. in a way what's Jobs interesting and, and sex partners interesting about the question is because there are many methods how to deal with competition 
and in a way the social mechanisms are one layer and then the morphogenetic field that mm -hmm. governs us is mostly unconscious and it is generated by a very deep fear that is not only individual, it is collective mm. and in a way creating a new field is a chance for a small tribe of bonobos yeah. to create a new culture and we're doing without it. convincing people but just creating a new field of possibility for people. Absolutely. Beaner <coughs> resigned, so there's got to be some effect of this field. I would like to add in this direction to really recommend this book. It's Terra Nova and the author Dieter Doom is much, much inspired by this question of field building. How does it work? And that we have the trust and the hope and the power is much about this looking to evolution and seeing that evolution works in field building processes. So right. it's not everything linear. And so we feel Tamara like an acupuncture point where we say if at one point on this planet we can come back to tribal wisdom, it will have an impact to the whole with field building processes. Just to add this, yeah. I see some of that happening right now. I mean, uh, I'm just becoming more and more aware of what you're doing there. And um, the combination, I mean, your field gets, gets expanded when it gets more exposure, right? Uh, more people understand it, more people see it, more people look at it so um i you know the, tonight the field is expanding right and it, just the existence yeah. of the community is a help to everybody everybody else whether or not they're a part of it mm. we're expanding absolutely he raises llamas wow yeah. what are they they're not real llamas. What alpaca alpacas right related yeah, both they're both camelids they're related okay so uh what was that now, you can't talk off the microphone. No, no good. No good. <laughs> My favorite Bad animal girl. is a llama. I'm sorry. Aww. So I Since a child, that's really? really interesting. Why do you like the llama? I just like them. There you go. You have an they affinity. They have pretty fur they're totem and hair, animal. and they're nice. They'll mm. spit at you. Yeah. It sounds like you a little bit. You got pretty hair, and you're nice. I you wouldn't spit at me, would you? No, uh, if I put a Sicilian curse, but I don't uh, do that. I'm only good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But I, that's interesting. <laughs> sorry. I, sorry to interject. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, quite all right. It's a quite all right. Are, no, it's are a quite we, all right. We're, so we're almost From one Italian to another. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and the Pope, we, we, have to, we have to say thank you to the Pope for, you know, being a good force, kind of, kind of almost being bonobo. He was good. Oh, uh, I saw something that a uh, in New York they made him an entire cannoli, and they gave it for the homeless and the Pope. Mm. Okay, wait, wait I'm serious. It was like one, seven one feet long. Oh, seven, seven feet, feet long. Feet, an entire one cannoli. cannoli. Right. I, mean, you know. I mean, it was a seven <laughs> foot cannoli, right. literally, just for the Pope and for the homeless. That's a lot of sugar, though. <laughs> it was still nice. I'd rather give him a gourd. I'm. Oh. I've but had I'm that gourd. Yeah. <laughs> you could share. Oh, my. We have Glide vegetarian condoms. So, <laughs> speaking of which, I think it's time for a little celebration because we're very excited to have you here, Tamara, uh, Terra Nova. We're very excited that our friend Helene is celebrating her birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. And, and by the way, happy birthday, the song. 
yes. has been liberated. Liberated. Free love for happy birthday. And it's no longer owned by uh, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Wow. They owned it, and they made $2 million a year from licensing of happy birthday. Right. Okay. They're mafia, yeah. Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, but well, they're they, starting yeah. to loosen up their control. Yeah, you know? I guess. They were mafia. Right. That's how they started. Well, the mafia is the old type of community. The main stockholder. You know, we're the, all in communities you know. anyway. We are. We have to function in communities. We're just trying to make these communities a little bit nicer. Yeah, more transparent. Right. Uh, more transparent. Okay, so uh, so this involves some drinking. Do you drink alcoholic beverages or a little bit? Yeah. yeah? Okay, this is a, a, an herbal liqueur. It's called agua. It's green. Agua cocoa leaf liqueur. Oh. And it is made from the cocoa leaf, although it's perfectly legal because it's not cocaine. <laughs> it is made from the cocoa leaf. And the cocoa leaf is okay if you don't, you know, just s- snort a lot of cocaine. But uh, it <laughs> it's just a leaf. <laughs> um, but uh, th- this is, a, this is a, a, a delicious liqueur, and so we're going to pour it now. And then we have a little um, ritual that we do here. It's called Bonoboville Communion. And it's a takeoff on communion, really. It's a communion. And thank you. Here's the salt. The, the salt represents the body. Um, also, bodies represent the body because we have bodies, and essentially, Bonobovo Communion is body shots. And, uh, and you can do any body part you like and off of anyone, including yourself or each other. Um, and, and so, you know, you lick the body part. You want to demonstrate? Yeah? Do you want to demonstrate? Or birthday girl? Yeah? Maybe birthday girl should start. Yay! Yeah? And then, yeah, there you go. Are you ready for a demonstration? Okay. Oh, you're going to do it together. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah, do it to each other. You've got the altar. And this is the altar. Very nice. We wet the altar because we all know lubrication is important to humanity and the earth. This is our water project. No. And then we take the salt and then down. Woo. There you go. Congratulations, birthday girl. Where's the applause? I don't hear any applause. Happy birthday. Very good. And would you like to offer yours? Yes? Okay. Our girls love to show off. And we appreciate that because it's beautiful. You look beautiful. Hoka hoka, right. Hoka hoka is something that the bonobo females do. Do you know about that? Bonobo females are uh, the essence. I mean, their sexuality is a big key to keeping the peace in Bonoboville. Uh, When a bonobo female leaves her native tribe, which... Bonobo females do just as common chimp females do. It's not the males that travel; it's the females that travel. 
Uh, and the females in the new tribe will welcome her in by doing this hoka-hoka where they rub their giant genitalia against each other and lick each other and play with each other and just become girlfriends and eat together and forage together. Whereas common chimp females, when the new females come in, they leave each other alone. They just say, fend for yourself, girlfriend. There's not much going on out here. Don't you take mine. So Bonobo already sharing. Then, if a male is so bold and stupid as to get out of line and attack a female or her infant, her girlfriends, who she's become very close to through Hoka Hoka, will jump on him and school him and tell him not to do that. They don't kill him, though. Uh, they, they tend to just kind of push him away and beat him a little bit and then maybe give him a blowjob afterwards. But uh, they, they're very, very... Um, so it's a strong female solidarity that is increased through sexual trust, definitely. And the males have a different kind of way of dealing with it uh, and that helps to keep the violence down, which is called penis fencing, okay? Something I'd like to see between, uh, you know, Trump and Bernie maybe, or so, I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> or Putin and his enemy of the moment. Um, or, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, the males... When they, they, they're not to completely nonviolent, which gives me hope because if they were completely nonviolent, they'd be so different from us. But they have, you know, they, once they start getting violent, then they turn it into sex. They take that energy and they turn it into either sex or affection or something like that. And it's a beautiful thing. So, uh, hoka hoka and penis fencing makes the word go around. Penis okay, so. What? Penis fencing. Fencing. Yeah. I'm not asking has you to demonstrate that. Good, Don't worry. Good. Yeah. Right. It has been done here, though. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a special thing. But, or sometimes they'll just do what they call a bonobo handshake, which is, interestingly, going back to the Bible, if you read the Bible carefully, uh, often they'll say they swear upon your thigh. Now, this swearing is the word testify, which is related, of course, to the word testicles. And uh, in the original translation, it wasn't a thigh. You were putting your hand to swear. Talk about trust. Mm -hmm. Here's some trust. Mm -hmm. They got away from this, though. Trust by putting your balls in the other guy's hand and saying, uh, you know, I trust you. I, I swear I, I will follow through on this. And you can, you know, here's my family jewels. So there is something to our connection to bonobos that, uh, that maybe has been lost and that we're bringing back. Okay. Can I <coughs> ask you a question, Dr. Susie? Me, yeah. Is sword fighting similar to what little boys do with each other? Penis, penis fencing, you mean? Yeah. yeah, but, yeah sword I, I fighting. Know you, by sword. you know, they like to wiggle their weenies and play with it. Like, they do that. Well, little boys. You know, I'm one of four children, so yeah, I've yeah, seen two I'm boys sure. do it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and you know, I mean, sometimes I'm just curious. I wonder if we have turned that natural tendency into uh, a, a, a destructive tendency, putting real swords and guns into little boys' hands. Because when they're little, they play. They do that. Like you know. You know. I've seen it. I don't know. I was asking yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. No. True I'm sure it's not. related. I'm sure it's it's totally. Totally related. That's Thank what you. I would think. I was very curious. <laughs> there you go. All right. So Bonoboville Communion. I would like to have some off of someone. And uh, 
Yeah. Oh, you want to al- offer me or alter my my assistant? Okay, one more, and then I'll invite my guests to do it the way they want to. I just thought I should have mine out. Okay, so bring yours over to me. And such lovely nipples. And the salt. Mmm, yummy, yummy, yummy. And cheers and to Tamara, to Terra Nova, to the future, to their success, and to the, the Nova way, if you don't mind my toasting myself. <laughs> and to Helene's birthday. Absolutely. Helene's beautiful birthday. Would you like a Bonoboville communion? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can do it off. Uh, they're offering or each other or, you know, it doesn't have to be boobs. It could be uh, the back of the neck or uh, leg or uh, right there. Okay. On her leg. Yeah, that's a good place. I think that's a great place. I'll take the leg because I still have some left. So here. This gives me a chance to kneel at Sabine's leg. Yummy. Thank you. All right. And now. Yeah, you can applaud. Okay. And next, well, you have to take some from somebody from somewhere. And you. Yeah, how? I like the neck idea. Neck is good. We had a neck the other day. Okay, yeah. but she You have to do it. Well, I mean, you can. You can. You have. You need to. You've already presented yourself as an altar, so now you're actually taking a nice lick off of Dayton. Wow. That's impressive. Okay, and salt. Lovely. Ah, that's beautiful. And Santé Bonheur. Talk on the f- microphone, please. Yeah. What a beautiful example of sharing because this would have been exactly my choice as well and I just stay you with it. You could take the other side of the neck. Yeah, or the same side, actually. <laughs> okay, or the same side, right. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Same side. There's some sort of uh, mingling that way. Nice. Yeah, a whole big bunch of salt there. Mm. 
And now the blood of the goddess. And it is green blood, yes. <laughs> Reptilian. All right, who, ne- who else needs Bonoboville communion? You're abstaining. You're allowed to abstain. All right, all right. Well, uh, anyone else would like to take communion? All right, well, you know what? We are out of time. Right? Max, Captain Max, would you like to come to the microphone for our goodbyes? No, he's busy at the bar. He's, he's doing business. Huh? What was that? Oh, 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 we need something. Right, right. We have to bring something. Get it. And where's Evie? The thing. Where's Evie? Evie's in the cage, okay. right? Did you, you put Evie in the cage, right? You people. You did, right? She did. Where's the cage? Did it go upstairs? Everyone hears my maternal concern for my snake. Yes. Mm, And now, here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Brothers doesn't have the rights anymore. And strawberries, those strawberries look really good. Oh, she just takes what she wants. There you go. Yeah, Peter won. Allow yourself to be pampered, darling. It's your birthday. Uh, All right. Do you want to give a speech? uh, You want to give a speech? No, no speech. No speech. Got your microphone. Fifty-one years young. Wow. (laughs) All right. Well done. Look good, girl. So uh, at the bar, we now have also ice cream, chocolate, more chocolate, more chocolate, whipped cream, and beer. And yeah. other more healthy fare, correct? Yes, and Captain a lot Matt. more healthy fare. More healthy correct. fare as well. Right. All right. So we're going to... Um, Thank you. Somebody's having orgasms over the strawberries. Was that you? <laughs> I heard you. Those are delicious. All right. We are going to say our goodbyes. So first of all, I just want to have a big hand for my featured guests, Sabine Lichtenfell and Benjamin Von Mendelssohn of Tamara and Terra Nova. And oh my God, this has been just so amazing to have you here. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for this evening. Mm, Talking to the microphone. Thank you for this evening. And Thank you for inviting us. Tell us where we can find you in the future. You will find um, us all over the world, but the center is Tamara, and Tamara means at the spring of the spring, at the water. And at the water. And Lubrication is very Welcome. important to good sex and good life. In Portugal. But please, if you come to Tamara, don't think that you can have there a quick sex It's much more about the whole system because only with a system change 
healing will appear also in sexual issues. Right. Mm. But yeah. I could bring my sex partner and then have quick sex the first night, right? Just you ever. I could. Because <laughs> we're going to go there, right, Max? We're, gonna we're go going to go visit. Yeah, we're going. We're going yeah, we're gonna go. We're going to come we work. Gotta, we got to, I mean, you got to. Come work the fields. Come work the fields and uh, right. hang out with the, the pigs and, and the horses. I really like the whole horse. I, I love, love horses. horses anyway. Love we ride. love horses. I know how to ride. But they ride but bareback. Bareback, and, yes. and they, they don't just ride. They sleep with the horse. They, they kind of <sighs> cuddle the horse. It's very beautiful. Thank you so much, Benjamin von Mendelssohn. Did, I, did you also mean where you can find us as simple as our web address? Yes. Ah, <laughs> the modern technology. <laughs> That's what yes. we mean for the people URL out URL www.tamera.org. And maybe interesting, as we are still in L.A. on the West Coast, we're going to have a love school in the Bay Area. A and love school in yes, the Bay Area? Wow. And I think you find it on our website and... Actually, we probably have to have a second one because the first one is sold out, but we're going to create a second one, which is an introduction of how we create a culture, how we try to create a culture and a field mm. of love. Well, we support whatever you do, and certainly we hope you come back when you're in L.A. again. And, uh, and we'll probably be seeing you in Portugal or, or somewhere. So, what was that? Uh, I, I did thank Serena early, but I will thank her again. Dr. Serena Gaia, thank you so much for putting us together. Uh, and I know she's in India now and uh, hopefully doing well, you know. So uh, let me just see if there's anybody else I forgot, but I think I lost all my notes. So it doesn't really matter. As a mnemonic idea, Tamara, T-A-M-E-R-A dot org, right? Mm. And, and I don't know the etymology of the word, but a tame era is oh. rather an interesting way of looking at that. That is. That is your goal, to create a tame era. In a tame, in a, yeah, and just, just to be domesticated. I don't know, be peaceful. <laughs> be peaceful. <laughs> uh, you had a show with Abby Martin, right? Uh, yes, we had an art well, exhibit. We got a shout out, Abby, Abby Martin. Martin. Thank you we so do. much. <coughs> we love Abby. She's yep. great. We do love Abby Martin, and Brilliant. I think Abby Martin yeah. would love Tamara. I'm, I'm sure she would. Very Brilliant political. investigative journalist, totally on the path of the truth. Yes, absolutely, and artist. Uh, and gosh, uh, there's another place I w- I'd love to take you. Why well, I can't? But it's called the Zorthian Ranch which was also started by, by an artist, and it's yes. kind of a community of artists uh, here. There's all these Bonobovilles uh, that are popping up and spreading and kicking out, you know, Republican speakers of the House. <laughs> it, it's, it's amazing. It's just amazing. And, and we've even gotten into the Vatican. I, I really think this guy's kind of Bonobo. And also our new mayor is quite Bonobo-esque. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. At least they're all saying the right things. Yeah, at least, right. Oh, well, yeah. They're Except Donald Trump. That, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, uh, that's a good thing because, because saying the right it's things leads, you know, the talk leads to the walk. And the talk leads to believing but what you're talking about. These people from Tamara, they walk the talk. Right. It's They've amazing. They've been walking it's the amazing talk place. for They're not decades. politicians or owned by any corporations. Well, no, and they and they and they keep <laughs> themselves going and going and going, and they travel, and uh, it's it's just a, a, an amazingly beautiful mission of love and peace. Absolutely, 
All right, brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, follow the bonobo way of peace through pleasure. Make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight, even if that someone is you. I love you. Yeah. You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.